0: Hey everyone, welcome out to episode uh, 220 of The Good, The Bad, and Geeky. I'm Nick Nitro. I'm Jimmy. A.K.A. Jerome Wetzel. And uh, we have another great episode, but before we get into a little bit what's on tonight's episode, a little uh, shout out to our sponsors, people who, like listeners uh, like you, as cheesy as that sounds, help keep the show going. Mm -hmm. Uh, First off, we have the tvking.com. If you go to the thetvking.com, you can check out some awesome reviews of television shows, how to stream them online, and also uh, Twitter news on TV. It's it's really well, awesome. There's all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Um, matter of fact, I, I still I, I keep saying this, and every time we don't talk about it, um, and I'm just never listening. But I watch Broadchurch through through, through uh, TV King.
1: Our Broadchurch is great.
0: I know, right? And you can check out the thetvking.com on Twitter.com yes <laughs> at uh by going to twitter dot com forward slash the TV king dot com no dot com on no that dot one. com no dot com on that one damn it you were so good I think you were just going like, dot com
1: Dot com? Dot com. Dot com. And my dot com bubble burst And you
0: burst. Your ex-, ex is almost like uh, John being John Malkovich. It's like dot com dot com dot com? <laughs> dot com dot com dot com! Uh, but you can also go to packratcomics.com. They're one of our sponsors. Uh, Packrat Comics is located in Old Hilliard, Ohio. Dot com. No, no, yeah, your bubble burst again, buddy. Oh. But they have some really great stuff. They have graphic novels, comic books, toys, games you name it, check it out. Packratcomics.com. They also have the Packrat Show, which I'm hoping to have uh Jack or one of the guys from the Packrat Show on sometime, maybe. Cool, yeah, yeah. they're really good guys and really great shows. So, hoping to have them on. Um, again, that's packratcomics.com. And finally, audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky audible trial. Get uh, over 100,000 titles to choose from. Get a free audiobook in that 14 day free trial and also see how Audible works. So that's audibletrial.com. So, well, and forward slash go bad geeky. So, uh, episode 220 of The Good, the Bad, and the Geeky. We talk about a lot of fun, great stuff. We talk pilots, about pilots, premieres, yeah, finales, a couple about of films. This is the end. Argo, new shows like uh, Enlisted, Sleepy Hollow, Back in the Game, Goldberg's Trophy Wife. We talk about old shows too. Masters Zeus, of Sex. Master um, August, yeah, of Derek. August. Derek. And... Uh,
1: bunch of other stuff. Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. We,
1: a bunch of stuff that's not on that list right there on the board. <laughs>
0: Brooklyn when, Yeah, uh, something that I'm writing down so I won't forget. And old
1: shows like Bone Suits, right. Futurama's finale.
0: Burno's finale. And uh, so check it out, episode 220 of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. The spinning wheel of death. Oh wait, there it is. Ah. is. Oh yeah, okay. All right, and yeah, it's recording. Okay, so that's good. Speak real quick.
1: I'm speaking. Are you speaking?
0: I know. I'm sure I'm speaking. Okay. So um, yeah, you saw a lot of movies.
1: I saw two movies.
0: Again, for you, you saw a lot of movies (laughs) recently. I do
1: watch a lot of TV. Well, yeah, instead of movies, instead of movies.
0: But uh, which I but. Two of them are, I thought, very good movies. I they were. Yeah, one of them though was pretty much you knew was going to be good. Yeah. That was Argo. Argo, fuck yourself. That's best line ever. I love that movie. Mm. Well, I I thought it was pretty good because after the movie was over, I just I would go up to random people. Yeah, I know you did. I I remember Argo, fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. I
1: remember how you had latched onto that line.
0: I did. Well, any let's be honest, any word with the f bomb in it, I really, I, I like
1: any word with the f bomb in it. Or any, any phrase. Any phrase. Ah, okay. Know,
0: or go fuck yourself.
1: Yeah, you know. that's a phrase, not a word.
0: Uh, it's no, several but, words
1: strung together.
0: You know, it's a quote, Mega mine. Potato, potato, potato. I still potato. haven't
1: watched... Mine yet. I have it on the TiVo. I just watched it. It's
0: Honestly, that's one of those movies that I cannot not watch. Mm. Or, did I say that right? Not not watch. I can, yeah. So if you see it, you have to watch it. Exactly. Gotcha. Like I can never, because there's sometimes too, like you're going like, you want to watch something, but you even in the back of your head like I really don't want to watch Mine. But if I happen to just flick it on the channel, passing it even mm-hmm. for a second, like I watch a second of the frame, like a frame of, of it, I, I just get sucked into it and I get mad at myself. It's like, I could have been watching something else by now. But then I'm like, but then I watch Megamind. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, Argo is really good. It's directed. It was good. by Ben Affleck, written mm-hmm. by some guy I don't know, yeah. and uh, a
1: wonderful cast: Tate Donovan, John Goodman, Tate Alarkin. Donovan.
0: There's a well, but the damages. I know he he came back yeah. a little bit in that. But I remember him in the late uh, '80s. As a matter of fact, in one of Sandra Bullock's early classics, uh, Love Potion Number no. Nine.
1: <laughs> hmm. I will have you all know Nick used air quotes for the I, word classics. I,
0: I did, uh, as I did. he should, uh, as I should. Oh, granted, okay, here's the thing though: if you have you watched that movie recently? It's not a. No,
1: it's not I don't a, think I've ever seen that movie.
0: Okay, it's a it's a cheesy '90s romantic comedy, but mm. it's you know it's Sandra Bullock romantic comedy, so it's actually not that bad. It's actually pretty good. Mm. It's a decent. It's a romantic comedy. She's a
1: good actress. She just tends to make movies that I don't think of as high quality.
0: Well, lately she has been.
1: Lately, she's made some some better ones.
0: Like, uh, have you heard about Gravity?
1: Yeah, I heard good things.
0: Like, yeah, like I'm hearing. And it's I late.
1: did. I I did enjoy The Blind Side. I admit. know, right?
0: Like, there's a part. Like... Of... Okay, when you first heard that movie, my first thought is, "Oh God, it's another yep. Disney biopic yep. where it's going to be." Pulling on out some Kleenex at the end. Sandra they, Bullock's going to adopt a big black guy. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness.
1: God. Yeah, I had no desire to see it, but I saw it, and it was a lot better than I thought it would be.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, it was surprisingly...
1: And she surprising. does have talent. Yeah. I don't want to admit it, but she <laughs> does. Well,
0: you know what? And, and I like to say that I knew that even back then when yeah. her and Covert Affairs, Peter Gallagher, you know, she, you know... Baited that whole thing when Bill Pullman and while you were sleeping. Mm. That is a fantastic movie. There's a lot of little filmmaking continuity flaws in it, but it's a damn good romantic comedy. Mm, okay. Anyway. Uh, so there was Argo, which was, which is, was, was great. Fantastic. It's a good Brian Cranston. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh yep. who was the, the guy he was in Friday night lights, the lead guy, Kyle,
1: Kyle Gallagher.
0: I got Gall- Kyle Chandler. <laughs> i was gonna say i was like someone's getting their uh COVID affairs guy messed up with yes the, that was my fault i got on that train of thought but yeah so kyle kyle chandler, chandler oh, fuck. yeah a guy from super eight that's that's yes. how i really know let's be honest um i know he's from friday night lights i know he's fantastic you definitely in watch friday and night lights. Candace, but you should definitely watch that show um but it's just an all-star cast and as you remember the the girl from scrubs med school
1: mm-hmm. carrie bish yeah carrie bish or
0: whatever she's been have you seen red state
1: not yet. It's on my TiVo, too.
0: She's in that too. And I mm-hmm. I, I find it very funny that ever since Scrub Med School which, you know, I'm really sorry. That's not a great show. No. Not at all. And yep. I feel bad for everyone sort of involved. That's, that's a very kind I, way to put it. I it, it is. It's not a but, great show. But her but actually her and uh James Franco's little brother, Dave, is yes. Dave Franco. They've actually I mean Grand Dave's done a little bit more comedy based stuff, but she's really taken her own on mm-hmm. uh, you know, which I which is nice. You yeah. know, because I did like her. I just thought that they 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 wasted some opportunities there. But I I I digress. Um,
1: Oh, and Victor Garber was in it.
0: Oh yes, the great.
1: You can't forget Victor Victor
0: Garber. Never forget Victor Garber. Ever. It was was, yeah. It was like when he holds the Manhole Place Uh and Titanic. You can't forget that. No, <laughs> you can't forget
1: that. I mean, there were definitely some parts of Argo where I'm like, "This is for dramatic effect." But, oh, the whole, the
0: whole ending, if we're yeah, on the plane, yeah, and
1: like everything coming down to the last wire. I'm like, but, oh, but you know, but it, it was great. not this.
0: I saw that movie at like a free screening, and mm-hmm. I, I, I was blown away because like I had, and this goes back into our conversation last time about Affleck, which is in the back. Even though I saw the town, and even though I know the dude's a good director, mm-hmm. there's a part of me and just like. Look, I know what happens. I'm a big film nerd. I know mm-hmm. they fucking get away with it.
1: It's like Titanic. You know the ending. You know the ending.
0: But he, like, the, he manufactured the drama so well. He did. That I, I, and he performed the drama really well, too. He's
1: a great actor. He is.
0: And so this I is was,
1: why we really should give him a chance. Give him the benefit of the doubt for Batman. Right. It, we really do, yes. too. Because look at all the great stuff he's done. How long are we going to blame him for Daredevil? Aaron Geely. Engially.
0: So, but I remember my dad was in the movie. My dad had no concept that what mm-hmm. really happened happened. And he just goes like, "This is very sad. I'm not going to like this movie because they're all going to die." Because uh, everyone knows. How did
1: he not know that?
0: Um, A he he doesn't like the uh, Clinton. Mm-hmm. And so when Clinton announced it, he probably just wasn't paying attention in the night. I remember because oh, it's filmmaking news. I don't bit. remember
1: that being announced in the nineties.
0: I, I remember. I remember a little bit. It was very like they just sort of swept it out there. But for but some, when this
1: movie was coming out, it was very the story got to be very well known,
0: right? And my dad, though, he well, he doesn't really pay attention to mm. that. Like he just pays attention to some things that he pays attention about, and that's you know, movies. Mm-hmm. If, if I don't talk to him about it, he doesn't know shit about it. Let's mm. let's be in his I'm defense. So,
1: wow, I, that's interesting. And, he and, didn't know the
0: but end. he he just goes. I remember while well, the movie while well, the plane scenes happening, he just goes. I remember when uh, they announced that the Canadians somehow got him out, so we know that this fails. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And I'm just like, keep watching. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, and This is after I've already seen the movie, and after I already know in real life what really happened. Yeah. And he was completely blown away by it. So people like him who were ignorant of the fact of what really happened, right. it was like a Oh my God! Yeah, it was awesome. I you I, can't
1: make that shit up.
0: You, you really sort <laughs> well. <laughs> well, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Maybe no, little, no. Bit. It did,
1: there were definitely some parts of the movie that I'm like, oh, this feels forced for drama. But it was a good film. It
0: was it was well done. Yeah. And um, and you saw another movie. I did. Which I've always I've been wanting to talk about it all summer. And, have you? It's like, and it's not Why? like it's not. When did you see it? Oh, I saw it like the weekend it came out, or and the week it after it came out.
1: Only recently come out
0: uh came out in like june
1: oh really mhm oh that's why we were in such a small room at the rave
0: yep ah yeah yeah this is uh we we you we saw or you i saw it earlier but you saw this is the end
1: i saw this is the end
0: and uh I really... I love the shit out of that movie. It was... It was fantastic. It was fantastic. And wasn't Emma Watson a delightful surprise? Oh, my God. Besides the general... Oh, there's Emma Nobody's Watson. gonna rape me! <laughs> yeah, there's no one's gonna rape me.
1: Emma, we were talking about specifically how we're not gonna, gonna rape you, me. and then she smashes him in the face.
0: I like the whole... And it's been a while since I've seen it, so I'm probably not gonna... Well, I never get the line right for yeah. anything, unless it's Ninja Turtles, but... uh What's the thing where he's like, uh, I'm not gonna fucking jerk off. It's like it's my god given right to fucking jerk off. It's, he's it's like, yes, but it's my fucking house. It's my fucking magazine. Oh, between
1: James Franco and, and Dan him. McBride, yeah, goes on forever. Like I'll jerk off wherever the fuck I want to oh, jerk no, no, no. off. I'll I come on everything. There. I come on everything. I come on here. I, come I on came there. in every room of your
0: house. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really I, I really liked it a lot. and I like, i don't
1: like McBride. See, I don't think I like McBride, because I tried to get into Eastbound and Down and could not. But I, I've not seen either. a couple movies of him lately that I really enjoyed him in.
0: Well, I think he's really good.
1: And I did just recently see Your Highness as well. Yeah. Which kind of informed a little bit in some of the jokes in the movie. Yeah, well, he always... I haven't seen Pineapple Express, though. But if you're a Pineapple Express fan, this movie has the official Pineapple Express 2 sequel
0: in it. It, it does. It does. Which... I am a big fan of Pineapple Express. Uh-huh. And so, because that's the thing, like, I know how... And also, Dan McBride's mm. in uh, Tropic Thunder. I like Tropic Thunder. Right, he plays the guy who can blow shit up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I sort of know, because uh, in Pineapple mm-hmm. Express and that, I, I at that point, I hadn't seen Your Highness. They were showing it on HBO a lot. Yeah,
1: that's why I, I watched it. I recorded right. it and watched and so after it. I saw and this it's not end, a good movie.
0: Oh, no, there's some funny stuff in there's it. There's some funny stuff, but movie. it's not a good movie. Yeah, like... um. It tries to be a very R-rated version, dirty, dirty R-rated version of The Princess Bride, and it's just not...
1: It does not have the charm or the humor of The Princess Bride. No,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. It felt like they were trying to do that, mm. but make it like really filthy R-rated, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, you, no. you fail on all them. I
1: think my favorite part about McBride's character in This Is the End is how at the beginning when they're talking about doing Pinebook Express 2, like, what's the worst thing we can have him do? eat a person. And then later in the movie, that totally comes oh, back God. in spades. I didn't, I
0: didn't even think about that. Yeah.
1: When they're like, what's the worst thing we can have McBride do that nobody would expect? we we'll have him eat a person and find out what's his rest and And at the end, he ends up being a cannibal and you're like, Oh my God, it's a total callback to what they were saying. And about the,
0: him. the thing I thought was really funny too, is that I thought if anything, Franco would survive.
1: That was great though. When he starts to go up. Uh, yeah, he's
0: like, fuck you motherfuckers. I fucking hate you all. Fuck. And then fuck the light man. blinks out. <laughs> he's like, Oh, shit. shit.
1: Well, and that's funny because in when they're talking Pineapple Express 2, Franco says, I'm going to sacrifice myself and he'll eat me. That's yeah. the exact like scenario he sets up for Pineapple Express 2. And
0: I, yeah. And I'm, I'm glad Craig Robinson got out, though, too. And
1: wonderful uh, Channing
0: Tatum cameo. Yes. That was...
1: Well-earned. Well earned. Well earned. The only thing that kind of annoyed me a little bit, and it's not annoying so much as just like, oh, that's too bad, is at the beginning when we had so many great actors fall down the hole and die, you see Mindy Kalin go, you see Jason Swartzman go and Jason Seagal and I'm uh, not, J- not Jason Swartzman. Um, uh, other Jason short Stekas. Jewy guy. Yeah. Jason Stakus too, but, uh, other short Jewy guy that was in numbers, David Krumholz. Oh, David
0: Krumholz. Yeah. And you
1: know, you see all these like great actors that are just in the beginning fall down the hole I mean, Michael Sarah's death, awesome. Perfectly earned, perfectly set up. Yeah, and and,
0: by the way, I love the guy, the kid from Kick-Ass, uh, 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 Mc- McLovin? Yeah.
1: Where he's well, they had a little like, Superbad reunion. No, right. The three of them were hanging out by the pool. And I'm like, it's the three from Superbad.
0: I just love that he blows that coke in his face. He's like, what the fuck, man? I've never done drugs before. And he's just, he's... he's I love Aziz
1: Sorry too. And he's, like, calling for help. And he, like, gets kicked down the pit. And then the inside, I tried my best to save Aziz, man. I tried.
0: <laughs> and they're like, we know you did. And I love Crumble. I love so He's like, are you sure you can carry my weight? And Jay's just like, yeah, yeah, I can carry your weight. He tried no he didn't yes he did no, he didn't because i I had this talk over mm-hmm. uh, with some people i I knew um who saw the movie, mm-hmm. and we had this big sort of philosophical semi religious debate mm-hmm. in terms of the rules of the movie, which is if you do something good, pretty mm-hmm. much you follow the golden rules, you will get yeah God will beam you into heaven from the the, the, right. the apocalypse. well, it makes you really think he asked them, let's be let's be really true here too mm-hmm. Jay cannot handle David Crumholtz no. No, well, right. And he asked tried and 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 He tries, but he goes. Are you sure you can hand? Are you absolutely sure you can hand my weight? And Jay lies and says, "Yeah, sure. Come on over." And he tries to help him, but it's a lie. He knows he's going to drive. Like, no, but no. Subconsciously, no. he has if to If know. he was
1: like really. F- no, subconsciously, he knows, but he's going to try his best. It's not like he grabbed he's him and then a- let him go to no, drop it. I know, but So,
0: I- no, he made I an think- effort and I- his hand slipped. I and- think that's why, though, he didn't go right away. No, because no, that bo- no. Because that's that bo- not or- enough.
1: That's that- not enough to earn him into heaven, just hanging on to a guy like that. That's not enough. Maybe. That wasn't him. If he had, like, been willing to let go himself. To save Krumholtz, that may have been enough. But he was trying to hang on. He didn't let him go. He just couldn't hang on. Okay. As much. I thought it was great, though, that all those people beamed up all over town, and they run back to the Hollywood party, and nobody's gone. And that's how they don't know, because nobody in Hollywood deserves to get beamed up to heaven. I know. That which, was a great commentary.
0: I really, yeah. that was, It was really good. And the whole thing where, uh, was it? I didn't like the whole, okay, and this is just me, but like, mm-hmm we're both very metrosexual, you know, uh, really? Uh, yeah. I would say that, <laughs> uh, in terms of some, mm-hmm. some things. Matter of fact, I was told last night I was very sensitive, because uh, mm. I was tearing up during nightmare before. Christmas. Mm. But I haven't, in my defense, I hadn't seen it in like two years, but that's, that's a great movie. It's a great movie. And the whole song at the end, you know, my dearest friend, if you don't mind that mm-hmm. whole thing, I, I was like, Oh, anyway,
1: no, it was a great movie. Like better than I expected to be. And I, Really enjoyed the roast of James Franco too this week.
0: I saw only some clips of it online. Which clips? Uh, I saw uh, Aziz. I eh. saw Aziz there. Eh. Jonah's ripping. It uh, wasn't Jonah like, it wasn't, wasn't funny. Jonah's bit with uh, what's his name was sort of funny about to the, the T-Mobile guy, yeah. uh, Bill Hader. I like that. I thought that was pretty funny. Bill like,
1: Hader I'm... as the King of Hollywood was funny. Um, uh, most Annie people, Sandberg Andy Samberg was my favorite. Most people think Bill Hader. I've. I, heard is the best, but I think Sandberg inched him out. Cause Samberg was just ripping on himself and pretending he was burning the other people. And he, he kept really going like, it. like Kenny Rogers chicken. I roasted you like a Kenny Rogers chicken, Kenny Rogers. And like, yeah. he's like, you know, I'm, I'm here and, and you're so nice to me. And that makes you a sap bird yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that.
0: I, I really liked that. I thought that was Samberg's was the best. Samberg's was. The if best.
1: you saw Samberg, you're good. But it did find to of feel like when I was watching this, I was thinking of this movie, even though I hadn't seen the movie yet when I was watching the rose. Oh yeah. And I had already seen like on the daily show too. I, th- I can't remember who was on I think Maybe Rogan and uh, yeah. Rogan and somebody, I don't know. So I had like leading up to the movie, I was like, Oh, this is going to be pretty good. But it, exceeded expectations. Morgan did comment. There were a lot of penis jokes in it though.
0: Yeah. That was the thing I was going to say. I didn't really, not, not the penis jokes I didn't care for, but the whole, I'm very metrosexual, but the whole, uh, right. As they get beamed up to heaven at the end, the, I will always love you. That, that was me, great. It was
1: funny, And then for the a devil's second, penis gets sliced off.
0: That, and that's funny. I was okay with that. But the whole fact that the song just kept playing, I'm going like, Oh, okay, no,
1: I enjoyed that. This is
0: a little, but then it
1: I, was followed by an even better song.
0: Backstreet's back.
1: And once you get to heaven, what are you going to do? Engage in a
0: group dance number with the Backstreet (laughs) Of course. And I I see. I love the shit out of that. I thought that was great. You know,
1: when he was asking, like, can I wish for anything? I'm thinking, like, a bunch of naked girls. Maybe he'll wish James Franco up to heaven. Oh, no, he hates Franco. I know, but, you know, because they went through stuff together. I thought maybe we'd see, like... Maybe some of the characters that died, he'd be able to wish him up. No, he wanted a dance off with the Backstreet boys. Backstreet
0: boys. Backstreet Yeah, it was really good. That was I, a
1: fantastic ending.
0: I really enjoyed it. I
1: hope they don't make a sequel, though. There's no way they can do a sequel. No,
0: they- well, I did hear impressed that Jonah Hill was saying that this is the last time he's going uh, to do a, he's going to try to do a hardcore like this comedy.
1: Mm. Like oh, at, he was really good in it. No, he, he was a very good smug guy. son of a bitch. Just like
0: the night well, Jonah's
1: the nicest guy. I wanted to punch him so bad. He,
0: he wants to. He but wants he to branch gay. out into drama, like Moneyball, like Moneyball, or like do dramatic comedy, mm-hmm. like. Unless it's a property, he already signed for a 21 Jump sheet sequel, which Uh, I'm actually okay with because that was really funny.
1: I haven't seen it yet, but it's on the TiVo, which is what I'm saying about
0: everything. It's everything. No, but uh, it's true. It's true. uh, So uh, have you seen Iron Man 3? Oh, no, it's on the TiVo. Actually, I pre-ordered it on 3D. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Uh, No. Oh, I think it was Seth Rogen was talking about, too. You know, like they really played on each other's personalities when writing the movie, like their real personalities. And he's like, you know... When you get a bunch of friends, like, parody themselves in movies, he's like, you know, you got to have a really good sense of humor about yourself. And he he said that, um, I think it was on The Daily Show, he said that if after you make the movie, one of your friends is so pissed at you, they're not talking to you anymore, you know it was a great film. (laughs) Like, you know you did great parodying them. (laughs) Wow. I wonder who- That was his measure. That was his measure of, you know, if he did a good job with the script, as if he lost a friend over it.
0: Wow, that's uh, that's funny, but also sad. <laughs>
1: it is well, especially with the whole themes of like losing Jay Bacharach as a friend is like a
0: yeah.
1: Although I think uh, Jay Bacharach, whatever he, he will be so much more well known because of this movie.
0: Yeah, which is good because I I think he's a good actor. Yeah, I mean...
1: unless he decides to go back and hide in Canada and not act again. Mm, I,
0: think so. I don't think he will, but no, I don't know. No, I well, he never actually has hidden that was just a, that's
1: what they implied in the movie well right but it's a he, movie he,
0: well it's one of the things he just lives in he actually does live in canada him yeah. and Alison pill live in uh because they're engaged mm-hmm. in the newsroom they oh. yeah they oh. i think they have a place in la but they they stay in canada mm. because it's it's kind of like you know uh jeff bridges mm-hmm. um he has a home he lives in michigan mm-hmm. because he just i mean drew Hastings
1: keeps keeps a farm in ohio
0: See, and it's just they prefer it out here. You right. know what I mean? It's their home or whatever. You go
1: to work and then you come home,
0: right? Yeah. and they, yeah. So, and and you know, there's a part of me that even though I would love L.A., there's a part of me that just is like, yeah, I would I'd,
1: not love L.A.
0: Well, I would love the the work there. The the, the I would move bustle. there
1: for that work, but I would not love the city. Not like I love Columbus. Well,
0: yeah, I would go. Okay, I was gonna say there'll be a part of you that would probably right before you leave probably like some part of it.
1: I don't know. Let's like California, like. I would get Californicationized. I love that David Duchovny show, and there's a commentary on what it does to live out there, two people. Yeah, built I, into the structure. Theme of that California. That show song has never been in the show,
0: but yeah, I know. I, yeah. It's no, a good I get it. song. It is a good too. song. It, it is it's, a good it talks song. It about the same. I thing wish you it was the theme
1: song, but yeah, no, it's true. Okay, California is a little different than the rest of the country.
0: Yes, it is. It's very different than the rest of the country. <laughs> uh, well. We'll get to mm. the finales last. You know, okay, you want to talk around. pilots first? Yes, talk pilots first. Um, so
1: many. Oh, one that's not up on your board. Did you watch Derek yet? No. On Netflix? No. Amazing. I, I did not it. have high hopes, I have to say, because I saw just little is bits of the character. challenged? Ricky Gervais insists that the character is not. Uh, several reviewers and stuff have speculated that he's autistic, but Ricky Gervais says no, he's just a guy that's like this. Um, but seeing that little glimpses of the character of Derek, I really didn't have much desire to see the show. Yeah. And I was like, ah, Ricky, I don't think I'm going to like this character. And by the end of the first half hour... That's what you said directly
0: hour, to him. You just said Ricky. I did. I insider, called him up. I man. called No, I called him up. You called him up. Yeah, you know,
1: like on you, our was, weekly chats.
0: And you're like, Rick, buddy.
1: Rick, buddy. Um, you know, I just am not sold on this character. Uh, no, but I really didn't have high hopes going into it. And by the end of the first half hour, I was like, oh my god, I love this character. I love what he's doing. He's showing an acting range. I wasn't aware that he had, I guess I'm not surprised that he has it, but I just wasn't aware that he had this much range Mm -hmm. and it's really well written. It's really, and it's really unique perspective. He's basically forcing you to change your perspective on things and he's doing it in a way where it doesn't seem that's what he's doing. It seems like he's just telling you a story, but on the other hand, it's going to make you rethink preconceived notions and judgments and stuff. And Morgan really liked it too. We immediately watched the second episode because we really liked the first one. I haven't watched the other five yet. There's seven in the first season. It's been renewed. Um, And Carl is well used because I love Carl Pilkington. Yes. And I don't think he can act, but he has been written a character that completely fits with everything you know about Carl Pilkington. And it really works for him. Except I always thought, and I think this is because of the way they've done the animation in the Ricky Gervais show, that Carl's a short little shrimpy guy.
0: No, he's very tall. Right.
1: He's six foot one. And Ricky's five eight, and Ricky's hunched in this role, so he's towering over Ricky. And I'm like, what the hell? In the cartoon, he's always shorter than Ricky. Well, and so I looked it cha- up online.
0: Now, and that is true too. That the chairs they always have him leveled out. So yeah, but all... the
1: cartoon characters, like the way they yeah. draw them, they make Carl seem small.
0: Oh, and he's not now, small. Stephen Merchant though towers above all of them.
1: Oh yeah, which is another reason I might have thought he was smaller.
0: Have you seen the pre-, the pre? I've not watched it. Have you seen the preview Hello, or- ladies. Yes. I
1: saw, a, like, a little preview. I don't usually watch previews.
0: I, I, I think, okay, there's a part of me goes, this is going to be very funny or it's going to be very mm. bad.
1: See, there's a part in uh Derek that I'm like, I bet this part was written for Stephen Merchant. And he was just like, oh, no, thanks. Anyway, I'm going to do we're, another we're, project. I'm,
0: I'm busy doing other stuff. Right. Like... Because he's also Stephen. oh, actually, I like any of those three guys yeah. together or separate. Yeah. And uh, no,
1: watch Derek. I think you're going to be pleasantly oh, I, surprised. Oh, I want to.
0: I know it's on Netflix. It, it was is. just one of those things. That it's I just, really good. I've not like I. No, I did not genuinely know about the um, the pilots that you. That I watched some today. Oh, a bunch never, are on Hulu, right? Um, I've seen
1: about twice as many as are on Hulu. I've seen quite a few oh, pilots yeah. at this point. But yeah, uh, there's like six pilots available. Well, five pilots in – the mini project premiere mm-hmm. available for free on Hulu mini right pilot,
0: now. Yeah, by the time this airs and goes up, mini project will not be available. Oh, won't it? No, it, it the, we're recording this on a Sunday. It expires in two days. Oh, I, I think it's because the episode actually airs.
1: Oh, Franco is in the episode.
0: Yes, he is.
1: And he is, uh, better than I thought he'd be like, I like his character. I know he's not going to stick around for a long time, but
0: I like him. Oh, let's be, okay. Let's be, let's be clear here. Franco, I think it's like becoming like a weird version of Affleck in terms that mm-hmm. people shit on him a lot. I think the dude is a decent actor. I know you don't like him. Well, the
1: Academy a bit. Awards. I mean, come on. I, I feel like I feel like people were starting to think he was a decent actor because of 127 Hours, and the Academy Awards knocked him back six steps.
0: Yes, but I, I but I really I think it like after the, after the opening, and he realized it was not going well. You can tell that yeah. you just fucking gave up, and he. I think at that point he's like, well, I'm doing a shit job. Might as well just make it pure shit. Well,
1: somebody in the roast was congratulating no, right. him for not giving a crap. and Hathaway tried too hard, man. You did it right. You didn't give a crap. Right.
0: Yeah. I think that was Hill.
1: Yeah, it might have been. Jonah, uh, I did not like him during the roast. I liked him a lot in the movie.
0: But, but was the mini... Uh, I didn't watch it. Is the mini project pretty good, though? Or? Yeah, I
1: mean, it start- It picks up a few months later. She's living in Haiti with Pastor Casey. And he proposes to her Mm. and she says yes. Mm. And then she immediately like blacks out and wakes up in a hospital in New York and had emergency gallbladder surgery. And while she's there, um, it's, well, Danny is still trying to make things work with his ex-wife Chloe and Chloe Savini. Uh, so I think her name's Christina. And they're in sex therapy with James Franco, who's the new doctor of the practice, who, like the real James Franco, has, like, six titles of different things he does, and one of them is sex therapist. So he's giving them sex therapy. And you can just tell – it didn't happen in the first episode, but you can just tell Chloe Savini is totally going to cheat on Danny with James Franco. You can just see it coming. Uh... And then – so they get there, and Pastor Casey comes with Mindy, and he says, you know, let's not worry about this big wedding. Let's have the wedding right now in New York this week. And so the first episode is about their wedding and also about a few other little things. Um, okay. It's a lot about Mindy committing fully when she starts herself on a path, even when that path starts to turn into what she doesn't want, because she thinks that this is the guy she needs to do everything to adapt herself to the guy. And that's what the first half hour is about. No,
0: no, I'm not saying she, No, right. I know, but this is my, uh, right. See, I,
1: Problem- They've already cast three different love interests for her coming up this season, so you know the marriage doesn't actually go through, right?
0: But my my problem with the Mindy project is, I think that, and this go this is a credit to both Mindy and the actor too. Mm-hmm. But like we all know, the end game is her and Danny, yeah. But the problem is, it's kind of like I, I know you didn't really watch it that much um, because it was just at the time you were watching it was case, case of the week kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like Mark. Mark Blucas, or Mark, Mark Bluc, the guy from Buffy that was Mark in Lucas, the Necessary Roughness. Roughness. They had, they written him in such a way that they had mm. such good chemistry together. Yeah. The fact that you're trying to just string it along, mm-hmm. it's almost now too much of a crime to do that.
1: Or- well, a lot of shows have stopped. String along, you know, new girl went, new girl, for, yes, it. New girl went um, for it. I mean, I think Chuck kind of started the new wave, but everybody's going for it now. Bones, Castle, everybody. Right. Uh, but the th- problem with Mindy Project and why it can't go for it is because it's called the Mindy Project for a reason. It's about Mindy finding herself and building herself into something. I know. And until she's ready for that relationship, she can't be ready for Danny. I know. And So by necessity, they can't get them together anytime but soon. That,
0: but that's what I'm saying is that,
1: that's the, the fatal flaw.
0: That's the fatal flaw in the show is that the actor's chemistry and the writing for them up to this point and has been... I think been... that was
1: kind of unintentional. I think the chemistry oh, just I don't... naturally... Occurs. No, I know.
0: And that's... Okay, and let's be fair, too. Mm-hmm. Any show, they want the actors to have somewhat good chemistry. Right. Um, it's kind of like, like for example, I like... Okay, mm-hmm. I love Nick from New Girl. Right. And when yeah, They didn't plan to show, get him
1: with Jess. That no, just kind of no, happened. But at all.
0: But and the chemistry is okay. Mm-hmm. But I would never say the chemistry is so great that I would fight for that, but the writing kept just going towards it and oh, the way no, that
1: see I thought that was pretty obvious uh, they were going that way from the beginning
0: uh you know i, I didn 't I, I' mean probably five episodes in i 'd say sure, but like it was to me it was more the writing and mm-hmm. not the chemistry between the actors not not that they 're no. not that they 're not good and not that they don 't have chemistry that 's not what i 'm saying at all, but it 's not so strong that like right. there I felt like the chemistry of just the actors alone without the material was drawing them. This, I feel the opposite, which is... I, the
1: writing's I, trying to keep them apart, but the chemistry is...
0: is so strong, and to now, me, that's a hindrance, and that's bothering me. And, there
1: is... And for Mindy Danny Shippers, there is one great moment in the season premiere... Yes. ...that serves that part of the aspect... Right, so it's not like they're ignoring the elephant in the room, but they can't be too quick to get to that elephant. Oh, and,
0: I, and look, it's a TV show, right. I, I get that you need to space this stuff. Unless
1: out. they want to pull a Thirty Rock and just be like completely start writing them so it can never happen between Liz and, and Jack. And that
0: would piss me off. But, right. but well here's the other thing that bothers me with with I mean that pissed people off
1: about 30 rock but eventually they got over it and got through it and then it, then you couldn't ever imagine But, them but
0: that makes more sense to me that Jack and Liz never got together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they would play up the joke, mm-hmm. but like there was a part of you goes, "Oh, it would be really sort of neat," but like at the back of your mind, you would I would be okay if they never got together. I think
1: early in the show people weren't okay. They had to prove to their audience that this is not a good idea. Right. And they did do a good job of proving it, but it took them a while.
0: My my other concern with the mini project is this, and I've always had this problem, which is, it even after the show figured out what it was trying oh, it to be... Oh, it still keeps retooling. It still keeps retooling, but the thing that bothers me is that the only strong scene in any sh- episode is mm-hmm. anything with her and Danny, and that's the other yeah, problem. And that's, that's true. And that's writing.
1: That's true. They
0: don't know what to do with any of the main uh, side characters. The one character that I thought was actually sort of interesting... So they keep
1: rotating them in and out.
0: They took uh, uh, Stephen Toboski out, which yeah. I thought... Ugh. That
1: was horrible. It was
0: horrible, and, and also I thought he was an interesting divider between the two. Well,
1: and here's the other thing that that bothers me about the end of this first episode. Back is Mindy's. Mindy and James Franco are talking, and James is like, "What are you going to do now?" And she's like, "I'm going to be a doctor again." He's like, "Oh, cool. Where are you going to work?" And she's like, "Here." And he's like, "Oh." She's like, "What are you going to do?" He's like, "I'm going to stay here." And they make it seem like it's an either or situation. I'm like, "No, no, no." Steven Toblosky was just there. There were four of them. It was fine. Why, all of a sudden, can there only be three?
0: Right, and that's... That bothered me. Yeah.
1: Right away. I was like, there were four, so why what's can't the there be four?
0: And he's doing a lot more other stuff you guys probably don't want to do anymore. Anyway, right. will bring more business in, so right. what's the complaint? No, yeah, yeah so
1: that that was my biggest complaint about the premiere this year, was okay. because I was like, that's not continuity. I, they dropped her friends. Her friends aren't in it anymore, Anna Camp and the other girl. Really? Um, they, and see, they they both said, been said they may be invited back on a reoccurring basis, but they weren't in the premiere and they're not main characters anymore.
0: And see, that's a little frustrating, too, because yeah. I thought there were some interesting bits there. Because yeah. there was one or two episodes later in the run of the first season that they were well-written, and that was okay. And it made more sense at the beginning. It was horrible. Like, this is the show trying to do three different things, and it can't pick out which one. And again, the only strong thing ever that only kept me watching was Danny Danny and... Well, the
1: argument they're giving is... Mindy's going to be spending a lot of time dating different guys this season. And that's why she won't have, have time for her friends. And I'm, yeah, I'm thinking I, whatever. that. Whatever. I, I know. I'm thinking they're sending Danny up to be the friend that she talks to because the only other choice is Morgan. I mean, really. And, you know, Look at the cat. Beth Grant's not going to be her confidant. I, like, I do like Morgan. Even though she's a main character now. Uh, the black the girl that's rude is not going to be her confidant.
0: Right. I Well, I think it'll be Danny then Morgan. And the other thing is that will be the both of them because they'll do that whole thing. It's kind of like and, New Girl, which is where they both show up. Morgan says, he's the comic relief but danny's the more emotional right and or they'll be like uh he'll be the straight man in the comedy bit
1: Mm -hmm. and they really don't know what to do with the british guy
0: they really don't don't
1: that was very clear in this first episode back too they just did not know what to do with him
0: so well that's the mindy his thing is
1: he's gotten fat now because he's he's been trying to run everything okay but you can tell his face isn't fat so it's
0: well, no, no, Remember, it's, uh, it's egotistical. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm so good looking that I worry about stupid shit. Like, oh no, I've gained three pounds and now I'm fat.
1: No, no. He, he has got a belly now, but oh. his face doesn't change. So, you know, it's just like a pillow under his shirt.
0: Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Other, yeah, uh, let's premieres. other
0: premieres. Um, you want to, you want to do stick with pilots right now? sure okay uh oh
1: wait we've actually been talking about returning shows mindy's oh returning. yeah well, so we'll, we'll,
0: do we'll do bones um
1: bones airs as we record this tomorrow but will have already aired when you hear us yeah. talk about it uh it's called the secrets and the proposal mm-hmm. and it picks up months later um if you did you watch last season at all yeah. well it ended with their they were engaged and right. booth was blackmailed by the serial killer they've been chasing for the last couple seasons palant That, yeah, they've had, like, a reoccurring villain for a while now. Wow. That um, he had to break off the engagement to Brennan. Right. And he couldn't tell her why. Or he would kill five people. So Booth will be responsible for five innocent people's deaths. And this guy's, like, the problem... He wants attention. And when Booth... He's trying to get Brennan's attention. That's, like, his whole goal in life is... He's a genius, and he's very technologically smart. He can spy on you through your freaking alarm clock. He has... I mean, he stole Hodgins whole fortune. Hodgins is poor now wow. because he set it up that you can either save your fortune or I'm going to kill people. And Hodgins let his money go, you know? So he keeps putting these choices. So this is three months later. Bones and Brennan are bones and Brennan. Brennan and Booth are still living together, but she thinks it's over because he's called off the engagement and won't talk to her about it. And he's been gone every night because he's trying to hunt down Pallant. because until he catches Pelant, he can't tell her what happened. But they've still got the daughter, so Renan's been trying to put up with it. But in this episode, she keeps talking to her friends. How do you know when it's over? Should I be leaving him? And all of the Jeffersonian crew have turned on Booth, but he can't tell any of them because he knows Palat will know, and then he'll kill people. And so it's this really awkward, rough, rough episode Mm. where you're like, oh my god, you want to just give Booth a hug. But they gave him a new care- recurring character this season. that He can confide in his old army buddy. Used to be a priest, and it was the guy who started "Man Up" and Newsreaders. Man up, yeah. The nice. the straight guy in that, yeah. Um, and he, so he's like the the one guy Booth can talk to about the situation. And I will say that Pallant's supposed to play a big part in the fall arc, and that there is. Not resolution, but there's definitely some major movement in the first hour. They're not going to, like, make you keep wondering what's going on between Bruce and Madden for a while. Well, that's good. But I think what happens is going to unintentionally piss Pallant off, and he's going to strike again. Which is not good.
0: No, that's... But uh, in... Fox isn't doing the thing with like ABC Zone 2 where they're going to split the seasons up. No, it's...
1: They are with Bones. They've, they've purposely designed a fall arc and a spring arc. Even though it's not like, even though they're not guaranteeing it's uninterrupted. Uh, The one thing that pisses me off, though, is they've already announced that they will get married this fall and the name of the episode and when it's going to air. Something's going to go wrong. No, they're, no. Hart Hansen has promised they will walk down the aisle and be wed in this fall episode that's coming up. So whatever this crap that's going on will be resolved shortly.
0: Okay, that's sort of where But I,
1: But it makes me mad that they announced it. He thinks, and I've heard this from other cast members, that when it happens, it's going to happen really unexpected and take you by surprise, so it's okay to spoil that it's coming. But I, I don't know. I disagree that that should be out there.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm not a big, okay. But
1: one thing I really liked in it, though, you know how Bones has gotten really bad about product placement with the cheesy scenes. They're like,
0: look at what my car can do. Well, like I mean pretty much every show in USA.
1: No, not Bones is twice as bad. They'll have scenes wow. where they're like, this new Mazda 626 or whatever can automatically back up. I just hit this on my dashboard and look, and they back up. And it's like a total commercial within the show.
0: I did not know. I did not the know The last that. couple of
1: years they've done this like several times. And in this episode, Hodgins comes in to Angela he's like, Ange, I gotta work late a little bit. Did you set the D V R for Sleepy Hollow? And she's like, Yeah, I've got I've got Sleepy Hollow recording, because Sleepy Hollow airs right after Bones. And I'm like, oh, God. That's horrible. That's... It,
0: it made me chuckle. I mean, it's funny, but, like, that's also a little gringeworthy, too. You're just like, uh... I don't
1: know. I'd rather them do that than get their budget slashing. I don't know. For Bones, it works, because Bones isn't one of those high-quality shows that gets ruined by the commercials within it.
0: It's not a high-quality show, Jimmy?
1: No. I like the ensemble cast, and that's why I watch it, but... Fair enough. It's not, like, the most intelligent show on television.
0: But... Taking a high quality cast Mm -hmm. and a good high quality show is Suits.
1: It is. Good transition. Thank you.
0: I'm very proud of that. I saw that coming a little bit and then I was like, way to make it work. And let's talk about how I made that work for a few bits. No, seriously, Suits is awesome.
1: Have you seen the Game of Suits commercials? No.
0: Oh, uh, I think I might have.
1: USA's run commercials where they're mostly just showing you scenes of the actor who plays Varys and the actor that plays Caitlyn in Game of Thrones. Yeah. And, like, saying lines, and it's like, war! Betrayal! And then you get Lewis going, I'm a Lannister, and it says Game of Suits.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah.
1: And it's all, like, stuff from Suits. It's all oh, officially no, yeah, said. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not like they're going out of their way to make a parody, but it looks like something somebody would put on YouTube as a parody. It's...
0: Uh, this season has been fantastic. Yes, and, it has. Uh, the stuff with Lewis, I, I said this before. This episode
1: was, was comical, such a good Lewis but episode. This
0: one was a fantastic Lewis episode. Well, we
1: and, should specify last week's because by the time this airs, the season finale will have aired.
0: True. Um, we are a little bit behind the curve by the time this episode airs, but the the penultimate episode Bad of the season, faith. Yes. Bad faith is remarkably well done. And, uh, like so many other suits episodes, well, yeah, you know, because yeah, like I felt like the show was so because every once in a while I will fall behind a show like maybe a week or two, mm-hmm. which will tie into one of the finales we talk about, mm-hmm. um, series finales we talk about. We have two, but um, where if I got behind an episode or so, I would it was just I would let it build up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't have time, and there's a part of me that doesn't really want to watch it. And then when I do watch, I'm like, oh my god, this is good. But then like you know, a week goes by, I'm like, eh. You know, Suits is like, not that at no. all. Like I feel, I feel dirty inside if I don't watch it as soon as it. And there was one time where I got so behind, I was like two three episodes behind. I think it was the first time we talked about it on the show for this five season. five
1: episodes this week.
0: Right. Well, for me, for me, well, okay. Again though, dude, you watch like 30,000 things. Like Thank you. Right, literally, you watch 30, way. 000. Yeah. Literally 30,000. Like yeah. I, I watch like me, I've watched like one fourth of what you watch. And I I watch it mostly live. You watch like every new, you've seen almost every new pilot almost.
1: Eh, About half probably. Uh, Although I'm going to go home today and watch the Michael J. Fox pilot.
0: Are you really? Oh, I'm a little jealous. And
1: The Blacklist. With Spader. Oh, it's going to be good. Who? James Spader. Okay, well. I
0: like Spader. Okay, dude. He's going to play Ultron. I love Spader. mm Mm-hmm. He's in a lot of great movies. He was in Boston Legal. He mm-hmm. was in the... I, I like Spader. It's just like, I don't know. Here's my... This is what I'm saying. I'm to the point now where almost everything that a normal network does is mm-hmm. nine times out of ten. It's either very good or very bad. Yeah. And I just... I, 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 I sort of get... I'm not going to lie. I cringe looking at... Look, watching pilots now. Like,
1: yeah.
0: of all the but pilots you told me that... On the Hulu today, sitcoms
1: this year are oh. a weak, weak bunch. Uh, the only ones that have really potential to be something different and interesting. I think there are
0: three that have potential. I was
1: going to say Trophy Wife.
0: Mm-hmm, I agree.
1: I'm talking just sitcoms. Yes. Uh, Brooklyn
0: Nine-Nine. I have not seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I know that's on Hulu too, isn't it?
1: No, it's, it's not. not.
0: Or it's on the Fox website? It might be. I thought they released it early. They
1: may have. But I I was on Hulu today, and I looked at their pilot page, and it they wasn't it on six. there. Okay. Um, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I haven't figured out yet if I really like it or not. But it's got...
0: Andy Sandberg, Andrew Bauer. Oh,
1: well, and Andy Sandberg is not cartoonish as much as I thought he would be. And Andre Brower. there's like a twist with his character that kind of comes at the end. And it's handled as if it weren't a twist, as if it's just like another piece of his character. And if they handle it like that, it could be a really interesting, oh, I dare say groundbreaking role for television. But um, we'll see uh, how it plays out. Okay. I'm, but the re- but the supporting cast on Brooklyn Nine Nine are all really goofy comedians who I like, but
0: yeah, you know,
1: so that's where I get nervous, not because of Sandberg, but because of the supporting cast.
0: I I I like the from the ones I've seen, mm-hmm. my my top three contenders right now are uh, Goldberg's Trophy Wife and Unlisted Goldberg's. I like that. show. Goldberg's man. is
1: funny and it has charm, but I feel the same way about that as uh, welcome to the family, the Mike O'Malley, yes. Ricardo Chavira. I know that's up there too. The two of those shows, they're funny and they're charming, but there's nothing fresh or original about. Oh them. God, no,
0: no, not and at all. It's
1: like another two more family sitcoms. We've got tons of those and trophy wife is too, but it, for some reason there's a different
0: edge to trophy wife. There is a little bit too. Cause usually it's something like that. It usually is the trophy wife acts like a trophy wife. And she doesn't act. And as she really wife. doesn't. Act, like, at least right now, she doesn't. No. In the pilot, now she's not
1: a trophy wife at all. And that's what bothered me a little bit too. Is she's not just arm candy. She's an intelligent.
0: That's. But that's the whole thing. Is the whole the idea of the uh, title to me is that that's what people think of her as.
1: Somebody said that it was as ill-named as Cougar Town.
0: I'll go with that. Could be. I, I, Could I, I, be. Not as. Bad. Depending on
1: how they build the show. But here's the thing.
0: Her. Her family, aka the ex-wives, right. all look at her as a trophy wife,
1: right? Or I, I, the two of them do. Well, especially Marsha Mar- 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 get harder Mar- Mar- for, sure. for sure, for sure. Uh, but and what I, I, I want to know, what I said about the show that I want to know is what kind of man marries those three specific yes, women? You
0: said that right before. We started I want to see Bradley
1: I, Whitford more of his character and what makes him
0: tick. I do like Brad. Well, I I was telling my girlfriend I was like I like Bradley Whitford in almost anything, even yeah. when it's not a great thing. Like even if you it's be- Billy Madison. I was about to say, I was like, I, I like Billy Madison. Yeah, I, it's funny. It's old school Adam Sandler. I, I like it, but like you know, or uh, what was there was something else that he was in that was just not good. And he's good in The it. West
1: Wing. Just kidding. That show was awesome. awesome. Oh yeah,
0: well, yeah, I can't remember what it was, but it's something similar along the lines. I'll of find Billy it. But. No, don't worry about it. Um, but uh, no, the Goldbergs was. Dude, I, I'm with you. It was very saccharine, you know, just, you know, reeked of just wonder years, wonder years, and, it, and 80s, 90s nostalgia. But there's a, I don't know, there was a part of me that just, I like, like, okay. I, I did I said like this
1: it. I, I thought Wendy Clevett. And- McClendon Covey did a great job, and Jeff Garland
0: as the parents. Oh, and uh, George Seagal did really good too. He did, uh, and it's not—it wasn't a horrible show. You—you mm-hmm. you are 100 percent right. It, matter of fact, that show will probably be on my DVR probably for two seasons, and then I'll probably get tired of it. Goldberg, yeah, Goldberg's. Will be- I'm
1: gonna DV- I'm gonna watch it, and I'm gonna watch Welcome to the Family too. Well- I like Mike O'Malley and. Well, the, the problem they're was, and I, and I
0: said this to you about. I, it reminded me, literally, is a mix of Modern Family and The Wonder Years. And what I mean by that is that it's the family sitcom. It's, I think it's kind
1: of more the middle than Modern Family. Really? Yeah, I do.
0: I, because I don't know. Like I watch Modern Family now, and I pretty much see everything coming a mile away. I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to. Even though there's some miscommunication. They're still, you know, they're a family. They're going to come together at the end. And there's some really funny stuff in it, but it's like, I don't know. There's better ways I can spend my half hour. And the thing, that's what will happen with the Goldberg. Cause modern family, I was like, even though I, I felt that way about the show, it was enough to, a little bit there to keep me watching every week. Mm-hmm. And then, and then after I think season, midway through season three, I was like, you know what? I think suits started to come on other, all all these other great shows, boardwalk empire. There's so many better ways to, if I get behind, I can spend my time watching TV. So like, for example, if I get behind something, Goldberg's will probably be the first to go. Yeah. But it's just, yeah.
1: You know, the best new fall pilot I've seen though,
0: uh, now I have a, might have a difference of opinion. Uh, you mean like a, a comedy or oh overall? No, this
1: is overall, this is drama. If you want to finish comedy stuff,
0: Calm me real quick, I will say okay. this. I know you haven't seen it
1: because they haven't released a review copy. Yet. Right.
0: I, I, uh, have some connect. Don't say who it's I very won't. obvious though, probably, but I have some connections and I've seen, uh, the, well, I asked for a copy of, uh, through my connection of an episode that I can use for review purposes, mm-hmm. uh, and and this they sent me a version of it which is probably right. the pilot it is out there probably. yeah i don't know
1: i know the fox media website says it's not for review the version that's posted I so i haven't watched it and they bumped it to mid
0: season right november 8th um i absolutely it's enlisted mm-hmm. and i absolutely love 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 the pilot like there are hints of scrubs in it mm-hmm. in terms of like the cartooniness that scrubs had And which was one of my favorite jokes, which is there's this guy, he's berating one of the brothers and he's just like, you know what? Where the hell is my motorcycle? What do you do with a motorcycle? You see a massive wide shot and the brother's like... I don't know. I didn't take your motorcycle. Why are you blaming me? And there's a tree behind him and all of a sudden you see the motorcycle go <laughs> It's very cartoony. And he goes, Okay, I hate your motorcycle on the tree. And so it's just like right as it hits. And and there's a part of me that's very car that's very yeah. cartoony and i and, and so I'm at war with it. But in and, a good way. It's in a good way. Right. And, you can
1: do cartoony good or cartoony bad. Right. My my only
0: thing is that, that I'm worried about is that they and again you have brothers, so sometimes you guys don't let the mushy stuff ever. You know what I mean? You try to undercut anything that sometimes might be a little emotional or mushy. Mm -hmm. It's any family. Like my cousins do that with me. I do that with my cousins. There's a moment where with TV though, you know, give me the emotional moment because I feel like you've earned it. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like I've, you've earned it to give it to me. Mm -hmm. Don't try to undercut it. Granted, that's how brothers would act. Mm -hmm. And that bothered me at the end beyond that. That was my only complaint. And I think my other thing that bothered me too, which is in my review is, um, Uh, it's almost so fast paced, Mm -hmm. like constant jokes are like, they're just pummeling you with you. Like you literally like him in Afghanistan at the beginning, before he gets sent back, it goes by so quick Mm -hmm. that, and it's funny as hell, but it's just like, Oh, oh, okay. So we're going to regular reg D. Okay. (laughs) And you're, I sort of want to see more. And I know the whole point of the pilot is you get it out there, you set the sh- premise of the show up and then you revisit that later. Mm-hmm. But there was a part of me that I liked the show so much that I wouldn't have mind seeing it in a full hour, at least for mm-hmm. the pilot and then go to half hour. But that's, I guess the, if, if you do a good pilot, yeah, that's a good feeling. Right. So that, that was it. But I really love Unlifted obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to review it again when it comes out, just so I can say what the difference are, you know, between that and, and the yeah. version I saw, but I, I've, I will s- gladly support that show. It's won me over for at least the first season.
1: I thought you were going to say your favorite sitcom was back in the game.
0: No, uh, you weren't. Okay. <laughs> you said this before on the podcast. It was not great. And I, I said, but we never, I believe really my about text it.
1: to you said back in the game sucks with a lot of use. Yes,
0: you did. There was a lot of use and there's good reason for the lot of use because it sucks on such an such a huge scale that the grand Canyon cannot fill that much suckage.
1: I believe I said before we came upstairs to record that it is the worst new sitcom since Emily's reasons. Why not?
0: Yes. And I agree with
1: that. It takes every 100. bad stereotype from bad news bears oh, and ladybugs so and all that crap bad. and rolls it into like the worst possible scenario with the most racist, offensive, sexist, bigoted. It's not, it's not even, like, okay.
0: I like a good fart joke. That one thing he's like, this is like that time you farted on my face. And it's like, <sighs> he's like, well, you you don't pay bills around here. And you did it. I was like, that was last week. Dad. I'm like, Oh my God. They ruined and, the fart joke. How Yeah. They, like, <sighs> I know you, that's not for you, but no. like, I like a good fart joke. Like, that's a horrible, that's like, not even funny. That's no. disgusting. How you get to 2013
1: ow. and you still think like throwing a line in there like girls can't play baseball is funny? It's not. It's not. It's long it's not. past being funny. And what's sad is that you have two well and Maggie you build Lawson, a show on that. Maggie basically.
0: Lawson is a decent actress. I've she not we, I don't really we've not really got a chance to see her really stretch outside of Juliet. I don't think Psyche. there's
1: characters all that far from Juliet, to be honest.
0: I, I don't either. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think she's, I think she has potential to be a, a good actress and do other- I enjoy
1: her on psych. That's, well, so I, I think that's, that's all, that's all my, I can say. I think that's her. my thing
0: is that I think you get, they, cause psych sometimes tries to do a little bit more than it should. And it gives you glimpses of everyone being a good actor mm-hmm. uh, that in terms of those who've not proven yeah. themselves, like Dulé Hill and Corbin Benson, you know, they're, they're good, they're good actors. Right. You know, and Timothy Olyphant, uh Timmy, o- Timmy Odmund, He's
1: had some great material, right, to work with. So
0: you know, the, those guys are good. But everyone sort of else is just sort of like, mm-hmm. if you give him a little bit more to chew on, I think Maggie Lawson's one of those people. But then you put her in this, and it just makes me very sad. And then I know fucking James Kahn can act. You
1: know he can act. The dude is he's oh, so Jesus wasted. God. He looks like he's not even trying. Like,
0: you know what? I think here's what happened. Here's I swear to God what happened. He did Vegas. He liked it for a bit. He wanted to try new shows and do other movies mm-hmm. or whatever. And so he quit. And then his son does Hawaii Five O, mm-hmm. And then he goes, oh, yeah, TV, I did that. I think I'm just going to go back into TV now. And then it's just like, I'm just going to do what's fuck whatever. First, what's the first pilot script on my, my desk? desk. <laughs> right. And it just feels like, oh, aww. that's baseball. I like baseball. Oh, God. I just like, okay. It's the, awful. The, to, it's the, awful. Here, here's how bad it was, right? I was uh I did I make not, it all
1: the way through. I did cuz I had to write through. a review.
0: I could not watch uh, I could not watch all of it, but here's my, here's what made it compounded it worse, right? Mm-hmm. I could not get my Hulu to work today. Mm. And I I was downstairs and and, and my girlfriend wanted to watch it with me. And I, she wanted to watch The Goldbergs or Trophy Wife. Particularly Trophy Wife cuz she's like Jimmy likes it too and oh, you yeah, think it looks good. good. I was like I do. It's good. She wanted to watch it. So I but I refused to come upstairs and watch it yeah. on my computer. So I was trying to get it on my Xbox on the TV downstairs. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't work. My Hulu wouldn't work. I rebooted it, did all this. Mm-hmm. My phone even had problems blowing it up. So I just said, you know what? Screw this. So I started playing DuckTales Remastered. And I'm just sitting there playing it, and I'm like, I'm going to try it again on my phone. And I pulled it up on my phone. I watched the entire episode of Goldbergs on my phone while I'm playing DuckTales. And let's to the let's be honest. It, I have DuckTales paused almost the entire time. Mm-hmm. I then started back in the game, and I it was so bad. I was, I was trying so hard to pay attention. It could not keep my no, attention. It was it's so awful. bad. It and so awful to the point where I was, I just looked at her. I was like, this is, this is shit. I, I, yeah. I, I, I just turned you didn't it off even and get, I played it. You didn't
1: even get then to when she decides to coach her own rival team against the oh. bully. And of course the bully kid is the son of the bully dad, of course, because oh, it couldn't be any other yeah. way. Yeah. And you know that the bully dad's really like hitting on her, even though he's bullying her.
0: Yes. Because that's, and, that's how, right. that's how like, you know, fucking middle school kids act. And
1: at the end, she's like, well, I'm going to take all the kids you didn't want and put them on the team. And there's her son who's kind of normal. And then there's the, like,
0: exact
1: stereotype bunch of losers. She ex- except
0: no girls. It's all boys. And, and.
1: Oh, and Lenora Critchlow is completely wasted. I feel so bad for her.
0: And there's the uh, whole. From BBC's Being Human. Yeah. And there's, they even probably have, like, that joke in Clerks, the kid with the helmet on, you know.
1: I don't remember Kid with the Helmet, but I remember... It was a running gag episode the baseball episode where it was a... No, I remember it in Clerks. I don't remember it in back in the game.
0: No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I was making a joke. Uh, Like, every stereotype is there. Even the kid with the helmet. No. Even the
1: kid with the helmet. No, I mean... uh, Oh, God. Do you feel that wind in your face? Silent Bob! (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. No, it's just really, really bad.
0: Yeah, it makes me sad that that I, it's, 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 the actors deserved better. Anyway,
1: uh, um, you were talking about Hulu. Can I make? I want to make a little complaint here, real quick. Uh, Not on Hulu. Hulu. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I really they piss me off because they make me watch commercials, even if you pay for Hulu. That pisses me off. However, I've lately been having The Daily Show and Colbert like playing streaming a web like in the corner of my screen while I'm doing other work instead of, like, sitting down and watching it on the TiVo like I usually do. Right. Um, because I've been doing some mindless work that I can really kind of pay attention to that while I do it. Um, and The Daily Show and Colbert's website have, like, five commercials for each act break, and it's the same commercials in each act break. Oh, and, in fact, sometimes annoying. you get two of the same commercials back-to-back. And if their website stalls and you have to reload the page, which actually happens quite a bit – you have to rewatch all the commercials again. You can't just like, if you hit late in the play to where you were, cause you looked at the timestamp before you refreshed, it still makes you sit through like the 15 commercials to get to that point. It doesn't let you just skip to that point. Oh wow. It's really, really bad. The daily show and Colbert have a much worse web player than Hulu. And I thought Hulu was
0: bad. So by comparison, Hulu looks great. Well, the thing that that makes me uh, someone – I happened to sign on Twitter because I was just trying to see if maybe Mm -hmm. Hulu was down because it was affecting my phone, my iPad, and whatever. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, it's either my Wi-Fi or it's Hulu's down. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it wasn't. But, of course, you know when you do a search and it pulls up everything and random people are just tweeting about Hulu there was one person that complained to Hulu support. It's like, I don't like commercials in there. And I was like, oh, is it cheap? I Jimmy? always complain about and that. it's not, but, but there was a part of me, I was like, but this is my complaint anytime. Dude. Even though I'm mm-hmm. like, but dude, it's 799 It keeps the price down. Now, anytime it's Hulu, not a good, it's not a good excuse, but I, I always, that, but there's a part of me that says, like, why don't I just charge extra and take the commercials uh, all the way out? Yeah, I
1: rarely use Hulu. It's a last resort because of the commercials. And anytime I'm on the site and a little survey like thing pops up, you want to take a survey. I always click yes. And I always mm-hmm. bitch about the commercials every time.
0: Way to, way to take down the man every I mean, time, every fucking time, every time, every every time. Take down the man. You you know what? You're you're just you're just expecting the guy who runs GE and Hulu just go like, "Yep, I'll turn that commercial switch on off there."
1: I'm calling Jack Donaghy, and he will turn it off for me.
0: Lemon. No, I can't do. I can't to, do.
1: with his little alien tail. Yes. from the Hulu commercials. Yes, <laughs> with Will Arnett, who ironically was also in, in 30, Thirty Rock. Rock. They the both did the. Version, yeah. I know, but they both did the Hulu commercials.
0: Um. You also saw uh, Sleepy Hollow.
1: I did. If we're going to turn to dramas. Yes. Uh, yeah. Sleepy Hollow feels a lot like early Grimm. Yes. For most of the episode. Where you're like, okay, is this going to be a case of the week procedural? By the end of the hour, it is definitely not a case of the week procedural, and I don't think it will be. So that has me on board right there. The problems with the pilot are continuity and plot holes to, to deal with the setup that won't matter after episode four. So I feel like it's got potential to be a really good show. Basically you see
0: more than the first episode. No, no, I've only seen the pilot, but
1: basically you start with Ichabod crane in the revolutionary war fighting for George Washington. Yeah. Cuts off the head of a soldier, like a super soldier guy that he was fighting and that headless man gets him. And so he's like dying in the hospital. You get a couple flashbacks throughout the episode, like dying in the hospital, wakes up in a cave in 2013. He, like, goes out of the cave, and he, like, almost gets hit by a car, of course. Um, and
0: then, or the silent bus.
1: Right. Uh, and then he's picked up by a police. He eventually gets picked up by a policeman, and the Headless Horseman has been awoken and is like, has murdered the sheriff and is, like, killing people. And he's been awoken by somebody, we don't know who, to combat the evil. And basically, you find out the town of Sleepy Hollow is sort of on a hellmouth, where they have bad things that happen and he's been woken to fight it. And there's all this mythology that there's always been covens of witches in the area, both good and bad. Yeah, and that. with the whole Salem witch trial thing kind of tied in. And the, okay. H- Ichabod's wife, Katrina, Von Tassel, only it's Katrina Crane, You, he gets visions of her like helping him because she was like a good witch. But then you also see a priest in town who you also saw in the flashback. And you're like, what's he doing? He looks like he's the same age. And they also tie the Headless Horseman in as one of the Four Horses of the Apocalypse and the Bible and the Book of Revelation. Nice.
0: So, okay, like I am the mythology, really you now. get
1: on board. Now, the, the plot holes are Ichabod is really inconsistent about being startled by modern things. Like, he makes one or two comments, but mostly ignores that the modern world is completely different. And like, he's riding with his partner in a squad car. Who's a black woman. And he comments on her wearing trousers. And I'm like, you're not coming that her skin's black. Cause you're from before the civil war and Revolutionary, you know? And Good so point. it's very inconsistent on that kind of thing. But those things again, you won't know, matter by episode three because right. he'll
0: have adjusted. But, and here's the other thing too. You, here's what, here's what really happened, right? Yeah. They get the script and it's like, okay, we're going to have a white cop. Uh, we have a wonderful actress. <laughs> uh, uh, we have uh, Krista Miller. Uh, playing uh, there's a mm-hmm. bit role as as the as the as the partner who gets murdered at the beginning of the yeah. whatever and Ichabod's with her and 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 then it comes down to and the executive looks at it and is like we don't have enough black people we need to get some color in there uh, throw a black person in that role and well, then yeah. and, and that's probably what happened so that's why it doesn't make any sense I'm telling well, you it's exact
1: uh, you're probably right I'm you're probably, probably right, right. Uh, which is very uh, sad the thing I li- I mean the cast is not like super well known but they're good
0: they're good that's and the good. police
1: chief was one of the was the tall black guy from mad tv can't remember his name all of a
0: sudden Orlando jones yeah Ooh. and he's actually good i was you know i just in the back of
1: my head like i'm used to thinking, seeing him play comma the, or co- comma yeah, yeah. comedy <laughs> <laughs> i'm used to seeing him play comedy but he can do drama like from the first no, episode
0: I'm, I'm thinking the other day i'm like you know who i've not seen a while? alano jones no he's like, a boss i started thinking of uh, david the coveney and ah. that led me to evolution mm. and terrible I, movie Eh, it's okay. It's like it's like bubble boy, horrible movie, but it's really funny. Uh, I digress. That's okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, I'm thinking, or our handler, I'm like, what's the yeah. last thing I've seen him in? The last thing I seen him in, I think, was pushing daisies as the, uh, the Swede guy. Or well, Swede's
1: he's one of like the four or five main characters of Sleepy Hollow.
0: That's awesome. Okay.
1: And uh, very cool. And he's only listed as reoccurring. I don't know how big a role he's gonna play. He's in, but John Cho kills it in the first episode
0: <gasps> john shows in it yep oh okay he's not oh, a main okay. character but here's the thing whoa that i and that scares john, me a shows, bit, kind john of... shows in it though because he's, he's always in decent show okay uh-huh. or he's in shows that start off decent and they either get sucky flash forward or <laughs> yeah. uh or it just it's very good it, it gets canceled go on yeah so i'm a little worried well, he's not
1: a main character
0: well, that's, you know, but that makes me sad.
1: And he's definitely going to be playing, based on what I saw by the end of this, a different part than you're used to seeing him play. Which I appreciate. Oh, really? Which I appreciate. Okay. Okay. Hey, I'm Jonah. Good. You're okay. doing the Jonah thing with the hands. No, the Jonah thing. The Jonah Hill. Yeah. Um, no, I, I enjoyed Sleepy Hollow, and I think its flaws are glaring, but not so important that they're going to ruin the show.
0: Okay. I'm,
1: I'm I dig fun. it. I dig attention. it. It airs tomorrow night for you, or like several days ago for everybody
0: else. Or it'll be on Hulu by the time Hulu. this airs, right?
1: I um, think. No, I think on fo- Fox shows tend to wait a week before they're on Hulu. But true, you'll be able to like do at some the point in the, if you're if you're in if the you're near future, in the
0: very far future, or the yeah, past, you'll be able to find it. Um, we yeah. live in 2013. You'll be able you'll to find, find it. it. Meanwhile, in 2015, when someone's but, listening to this episode, they go.
1: What think everyone knows who In was destroyed and yeah, dismantled by after Netflix. After Skynet takes over. <laughs> Remember, yeah. Uh but better than Sleepy Hollow is Masters of Sex.
0: That's the Showtime show, right?
1: With uh Lizzie Kaplan
0: and, and Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen, yeah. I've, really heard, I've good. heard good things about really it. Really good. I I yeah, I don't have Showtime and that's of those. that and uh I know Ray Donovan is everyone loves it right Ray, now but Ray I Donovan's don't have it. Good. I I like it, I don't love it. Have you been watching Did you try Low Winter Sun? Yeah. Did you like it? What I've seen of it, I do. Um, it's because uh, I'm behind on that too. That's one. That and yeah. Gracelander shows I've.
1: Oh, Graceland's got really good.
0: I've heard Graceland's fantastic, and I, I, I there's love one the pilot. episode
1: left. I love uh, the pilot. No, I've only got one episode left. It's already aired. The season finale aired. I'm gonna watch it this afternoon after I go home. Um, but like halfway through the first episode, you know, Mike's been sent to investigate Riggs. Yes, if Riggs is bad or not. By halfway through the first season, you know Riggs is the secret drug kingpin behind everything. And so the last half the second half of the season is a game of cat and mouse between Mike and Riggs. Really? Yeah, Riggs is a bad guy.
0: Oh my. And
1: I still think in the back of my mind that they're going to pull something out in the season finale that justifies things Riggs have done, but at this point I've seen him kill a federal agent. I've seen him sell drugs. I've seen him st- just be totally awful. So I c- it's hard to imagine how they could redeem him. Wow. But
0: I didn't know any of that, so that's awesome. Well, i I just gave you a taste to entice you, I, and I'm okay with that because actually, I yeah. will be okay with.
1: And that. because it wasn't the shocking finale twist, it was mid season twist. Right? Yeah. Right.
0: I oh man, in that and Falling Skies are just two show, and low winter still Have you finished Falling
1: Skies this summer yet?
0: I you know I was, I'm well, going to. It's if a, I don't watch it by by. January first, you know, after that mm-hmm. whole little run, I'm probably going to delete it and just <sighs> say, you know what, I'm really sorry for. I
1: still time. got episodes of stuff from last October I haven't watched uh, yet.
0: Well, you know, that's normal for you, Jimmy. Not normal for me. I can't handle that. Like it's, I it's, can't it's handle eating, either. It's, it's eating a hole. In it's my
1: really soul. bothering me that Bones Sleepy Hollow come back tomorrow, and I'm like 20 episodes behind on the Vampire Diaries, it, and I love the Vampire Diaries. Well,
0: yeah, if you like the show, I, I love it. I just do. I, <sighs> I was, I'm glad you like that show, Jimmy.
1: I just tend so to smart. CW seems to always take a back burner for me.
0: I have no response to that. I just was like, yep. <laughs> yep. But, um, well, I think we can finally move to the finales. Let's get the lighter okay. one out of the way. The one I, the lighter one burn notice. No, <laughs> I would, I, I have some, I have some concerns on the burn notice. one.
1: I've got lots of concerns. My
0: review was pretty mixed. Yeah. Mine too. Uh, future well mine's not published yet ah, uh,
1: mine went live this morning
0: uh, Futurama or a week ago uh, I mean you and I both did the reviews and I'll have that in the show notes um, mm-hmm. I, I love the hell out of it and mm-hmm. I thought it was well done my only complaint was and again though it's not a bad complaint which is comparatively to Devil's Hands or Idol which was for almost everyone the official final first finale even though mm-hmm. they've written episodes like five times as possible finales Mm -hmm. like the one overclocked last year where bender becomes the big face Mm -hmm. and he just goes "Will lila ever and i ever be together he's like i can't answer that for you meatbag and he's like can you just please tell me like that was considered the finale and then granted that by the time it aired they already knew they got picked up again but when they were writing it they didn't stuff like that so but their official second series finale It was, it, it was just as emotionally good as devil's hands, but I will say that devil's hands packed way more comedy.
1: I'd say the, this finale really, really served the Leela Fry relationship at the expense of everybody else. And
0: I'm okay with that.
1: Like, I can't believe that they weren't the least bit sad that everybody else was frozen and it was just going to be the two of them the rest of their lives. Well, on one hand, I'm like, that's really sweet. I love that they got to spend that life together. On the other hand, when they're like stacking their friends in the church for the wedding, I'm like crying because I'm like, that is so sad that they can't talk to their friends and their friends can't bit. be part of this.
0: Well, I, I think though for, for Fry and Leela, I, I, a- I see
1: it for Fry, but for Leela, I can't imagine that she would have been okay with it. I, I, there's a little.
0: It I wasn't think think- earned. I, I, no, I disagree with that because I, after watching some of the Panorama stuff, mm-hmm. and that got me into watching older episodes, like the big ones, like mm-hmm. Brian the ones. Leela has always just, she's wanted, I mean, yes, they both wanted family and they have that with the, with mm-hmm. the Planet Express crew. But Leela really just wanted someone to love her for being her. And she didn't get that from her parents because she didn't know she had parents right, until much later. later. And really, I, I think that's like, yeah, would she like the friends there? Yes, but at the end of the day, she truly just really was okay with just Fry. And she would do it all over again. They didn't mean,
1: like, bad and eye that the professor was dead from their perspective. Yeah. Fry's, like, only okay, a living relation.
0: Okay, I'm going to disagree 100% with this because here's the thing. They, that Comedy Central should have given them a full hour to do that whole episode.
1: They could have done... If they had just spent a little bit of time showing that they regretted that everybody else was frozen and then moved on, I would have been fine. Well, I...
0: Yeah, I think there was I doing that, that was Fry's one line. was like, <laughs> It wasn't enough. Mi-
1: no, I, yeah. It wasn't enough. I was and okay because, with that. I thought it wasn't enough. And because Comedy Central's run has been so inconsistent with the Fry Leela thing, it did not feel earned to have that happy ending at this point. Oh, now, I did. built in with that episode just a few weeks prior to that, where Leela started to turn into a mutant and Fry stuck by her, that like put him on the right path. But if they'd had more lead-up to it instead of just that one episode... Well, actually, I think
0: this whole last season, they've actually never... They've made c- common jokes, and it's like, well, Lilo mm-hmm. will, will probably break up with Fry again at some point. but, but it, Because that's the joke of up to this season. They, yeah. And now, granted, it, it's not in the show, so I mm-hmm. understand your. On the Futurama Live thing, David X. Cohen did make a point. He's like, after we started writing this last batch of episodes, we made very clear to not, to always show Leela and Fry being considered together. They might Which make a good, joke. Which is good, because
1: they were inconsistent they might, before. Well,
0: that was the whole, well, they always approach the relationship as, yeah, they'll, they'll always will be together, but Leela will always dump them at the sign of whatever, because well, Lila's Leela
1: But in the Comedy Central, the when they started their run, Oh, yeah, they did that Half weird the episodes, thing where, they were together, half they weren't, and there was no explanation, like, in between that they were together or breaking up or whatever.
0: Right, and that was in itself a joke, and then it just that wasn't was just funny. funny. Was I didn't not like, a no, funny joke. I don't. Agree, I agree with that too. I like in the context of the episode, what they were doing was sort of funny. He's like, "Wait, we're not together now," and mm. and she's like, "No, we're not." And it's like, yeah, and mm. it's funny for the context of that, but in the grand scheme of things, I agree, it's not funny. Mm. I thought though, I I, I really love the hell of that taken I,
1: alone. It was a good episode. Other than I complain about the lack of.
0: Grief. and see but I, it
1: was I, I, nice I, that we had to see like all of the re- not all but a lot of recurring characters as they went through yeah. that was cool a lot of callbacks
0: yes i uh and callbacks can be a good thing it can also be a bad thing it was and good at and other nice. times it can be a surprising thing mm-hmm. and that leads me to Bernardus. Notice. notice um now, there's a part of me that... The really
1: callbacks in loved- Burn were the best parts of the episode. I don't know what you're
0: complaining about. <laughs> no, the... Okay, let's be... Okay, the only one that really bothered me, the callback, was, should we shoot them? And I'm just going, why are you doing the... Oh... Like, I, for those who can't hear... I, I just fucking hit my head like, mm-hmm. a, like an idiot. I thought that was a little bit like, okay, now you're just fucking winking at... Like, you're not even mm-hmm. winking at us. You're going, hey, motherfuckers, I'm winking at you here. That's... I thought that was a little bit too... I didn't mm-hmm. like that. I... And
1: Barry got a scant second of screen time
0: at the funeral. I know. Okay. Okay. Here. All right. I just got something weird happened there. Um. I okay. Here's here's what I wanted from the Bernotas finale. Is on paper what they did in my mind. I, I'm have I I try to believe that it makes sense. And the ending I actually really liked how they tied. It was a surprise I did not expect. I didn't think they were ever gonna really say like why he did the narration. And I actually thought that was I thought that was actually that callback is one I actually did not expect. And I was like That
1: one was fine. I really liked that. Start with your name was Michael West and you're a spy. And and when Sam X is seeing the CIA office and spies, bunch of bitchy little girls. And
0: that made that both of those landed. Um but there were some parts where like when the thing okay and I understand this is also budget stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's, you have constraints, but yep. when Sam Max jumped out of the blowing up building and, uh. and, and like, he's right there, but there's no debris. It's just the yeah. flat. I'm going like, no, no, no. Why no, was no. Sam
1: even separated from Michael and Fiona? Why didn't he stick by them? Was there a le- reason he needed to leave them?
0: Yes. Because he, he had to, he had to, uh, if they, if they would happen to get out, cause I think the plan is that they would, find a way to get out, mm-hmm. but the plan was Really? That-
1: the plan wasn't to die? It was to find a way out?
0: Right. Really? Yeah, really. Are you sure? I'm totally sure. Uh, okay. But the whole thing was that killing James means nothing if they don't have the proof to back up right. that James was right. doing that. And he's has the proof. Mm-hmm. He has the hard drives. Now, that I, I got very—that didn't bother it me. It
1: made me well. mad Jesse wasn't with him, too, because it felt no. like he did that not, not earn the place. The pissed me off about place. Jesse— is in that the group,
0: I know. I well, I think Jesse always earned his place. Back between the,
1: they went back to the original three, I, and he was cut out of the final showdown. But.
0: Jesse, to me, has always been closer to either uh, Madeline or, Sam. Or, or, or Fiona. Well, no, in terms of lately, between the guys, it's been Lately,
1: Sam. Jesse and Sam have but been he's a great always duo, had that really which is how they connection. got the ending together but that he I had that
0: really good. He's always had a better connection. with Lately, yes, with Sam, but mm-hmm. I, he's always had the emotional connection with Madeline oh, and yeah. Fiona. The thing that pisses me off. Madeline's what
1: got him into the group when he was ready to kill Michael.
0: Right. Here's the thing that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. That I cannot stand, and I will. I will combat. I don't care what Matt Nick says. I just uh-huh. don't buy it. Jesse would never fucking let her do that. Nope.
1: And there was completely unnecessary. There were six gunmen. Six. There's two of them in a house. They can shoot through the fucking windows. They.
0: Does, she does right. not need to blow herself yes, up. Yes. Okay. It's not like there
1: were twenty of them.
0: There were six. Now, and here's the thing that would make more sense. Yeah. The guys are coming. Oh, is that you? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was Nick Nick. Okay, sorry. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> i can hear that in there that means it's okay so the thing that really made me mad was that or, it's a lot more easy to explain it is that mm-hmm. the guys are all however many guys are coming in the house and jesse's like i don't care what michael says madeline you got to go now yeah and madeline just goes okay jesse i'll be there in a second and he knocks her, he t- he, well, he's taking care of the kid in the bathroom mm-hmm. he's like michael cover yours jesse turns around bam knocked out Taken care of, right? Because he's in the bathroom in the house anyway well, when it but, blows up. But
1: yeah, but then he's gonna shoot those last two gunmen that were coming around the back. So he's got to be he's got to be conscious for that.
0: Well, the explosion the
1: explosion will wake him up, but then you're gambling a child's life on that.
0: But wouldn't that make way more fucking sense? Now, than I do happened?
1: admit that there's a, the goodbye scene with her and Jesse, and the scene prior to that where Jesse says, You're my family. Yes. And the teary Death goodbye yes. call between Michael and his mother. And even the badass moment of her sitting there with the trigger and saying, This is for my boys. Wonderful. Yes. But it did not need to happen.
0: I I sort of agree. I thought Jesse
1: could have died there, sacrificing himself, or we could have lost Sam, sacrificing himself for Michael and Fiona Fiona in the building, and either one of those would have been acceptable. But to kill Maddie in the way they Mm -hmm. did, my other giant problem with this episode is how did Michael and Fiona get Charlie?
0: That bothered me a little bit, too.
1: Like, Assumingly, he he was put in foster care, because Jesse and Sam were locked up, and they thought Michael and Fiona were dead, and Maddie was dead. So, assumedly, he was put in foster care. Right. Now, the CIA is going to keep an eye on him. Yeah. They're going to notice if he gets kidnapped from foster care. And if he does, they're going to know Michael Weston's alive. And if the CIA helped get Charlie to Michael and, and fake his death, they wouldn't put the fucking star up for Michael and have that funeral. They wouldn't put the star. They might give him a hero's funeral. They would not put the star until he actually dies. Because even giving him the star is questionable territory, based on all of their history. Well,
0: I, I th- see that I, I I can't really argue 100 percent against that. I I can see some some leeway in which it can go either way. I no, I I can see like maybe I think that what's his name the the uh, Jack Coleman Jack Coleman. I think that hit yeah I don't yeah whatever. That felt like a way to me. But, okay, can I also just say too? Mm-hmm. To me, I thought it would be better if they had Adrian Pastar play Kendrick and the other guy who played Kendrick play the Adrian Pastar character because yep. it makes way more sense. John
1: Piper Ferguson? Yeah. Yep. And, he what, did not and Alan doing... Rock! Look at the fucking wasted guest starring appearance by Alan Rock.
0: You know what, what happened? I think Alan Rock just liked the show maybe and, and years ago he we tried We need a small
1: show, bit part. part, of it part right? Let's do, toss Alan Rock in. Get,
0: get Cameron in here. Get him in here real quick. It
1: was... No, that did not... It was such a waste of Alan Ruck. I... I... I yeah, I know. Well, and I think part of this, it should have been a two-hour finale. First of all,
0: well, and the story it should was have actually been, it actually was, but they they the USA split it the up. The first half didn't seem like part of the finale. It, yeah, it, it, it was. It's actually yeah. considered a two-parter. They yeah. actually said part one of the finale this week, part yeah. two of the finale. No, I know they, USA and thing.
1: they should have tied it back into the whole thing. They for, the whole thing about Michael being burned was dropped and finished long before this. So the this ending was only satisfying the plots from this season. It never went back to the earlier plots. Well, and the show's been better since it no. moved on from the burning. Okay, here's but the I thing. wish it would have tied back into that.
0: I actually don't mind that Madeline died. Yeah. Now, now hold on. When when Kendrick said that this is a reckoning, Michael, for everything that you've done. Yeah. And every. I think it's not really the reckoning. Is not really Michael. I think the ma- reckoning is really Madeline. And if you would have earned it within the context of the episode earned the way she died because i don't again i don't think jesse would have allowed her to do that i thought that was a very un-jesse moment really i mean
1: her argument in theory made sense like you can fight your way out and i can't but at the same time he still wouldn't have done it no right and I
0: that's why i'm saying if you would have had a moment where she knocks him out or something happens where he's incapacitated to help her but then help charlie Mm -hmm. i've been okay with that because again i really like the way how she died And, and of course Sharon Glass can fucking act her way out of a fucking bag, Absolutely. paper bag. Absolutely. She's that good. And even on a show she's like, so
1: usually wasted on... She's got a couple times she hasn't been. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think usually she, Hasn't she won an Emmy for Bernonis? I think so. But there's been... In seven seasons, right. there's like three episodes where she's got to show what she can do.
0: And, but...
1: I used to hate her character and wish she'd be written off.
0: I agree. I I, was with, dude, I was with you. And the only reason why I didn't really go the whole way is because I remember her from the Cagney Lacey days and she's one of those actors that you just like.
1: I didn't remember her from that, but she, uh, but she is a really great Great actress. actress.
0: Yeah. And uh, But the thing, though, that, that I think that's been a common thread through everything is not just beyond the burn notice, mm-hmm. which is why does Michael do what he does? Why yep. does he do, – because remember, that's the whole argument this whole season, which is why do you want to be in the CIA? Because they have fucked you over every yep. single time. They have done this horrible shit to you. You are a better man than you think you truly are, and you think the CIA needs is a part of you in such a way that – and so what has happened here, and they've always set this up throughout the run of the series, which is – At a young age, Michael at some point and Nathan both were severely broken by their parents. Yeah. And Madeline wasn't strong enough then to do what she needed to do. Mm -hmm. And so she let her husband, their dad, beat the crap out of her, beat the crap out of him. And drove Michael to join the CIA to fulfill that void that his father tried to somewhat Mm -hmm. instill in him and that his mother sort of did but didn't. And then Nathan was broken in that he idolized Michael so much that it drove him into a situation where he got himself killed. Right. And again, not really Michael's fault. It's, I think it really all does come down to that the reckoning is really more for Madeline. Mm-hmm. And I think that in the context of the episode, again, on paper, it makes sense. And I think that Michael's rec- – I think everyone had reckoning a little bit in a, some way that Jesse lost someone in his family he cared about. And this is why I had problems with that. He lost Madeline. Uh, Sam and Jess. Sam sort of lost the other half of his family, which was Fiona and Michael, even though he knows they're alive. Does he? The, come on. those comments at the end of the funeral. It's like, look, when they want to be seen again, we'll, we'll, we'll know.
1: Yeah, I, I read somebody's review that said I give it three years before there's a TV movie.
0: Well, they've actually have openly talked about they yep. would love to do more TV movies. But I would say it, – it, uh, but the way I gather of it, it would be more Jesse and Sam than it would be Michael and Fiona be involved. But that's – but again, that's my opinion on that. But – um
1: Yeah, the family needed more exploration. It really did because that was so vital to the whole thing. I think you're right. That was part of the key – it's the
0: reckoning, yes. And, and I, I, I agree. Because I I'm watching the episode up until that moment where he goes, This is a reckoning, Michael. And I was like, Why is this called reckoning? This is so there's no reckoning for fuck oh, mm. reckoning is happening. Yeah. I I that that was my only thing. And I really Actually, I never. I up until you said it. I never thought of the Charlie thing at the end. I just thought I did think for a second. I was like, Oh, they they got char they got Charlie, and then I just that it, bothered me a lot. That that did. Now that you say it, does bother me in retrospect uh, a, a whole heck of a lot. But uh, there's you know.
1: Well, here's the thing with Burn Notice, and this is what I said at the end of my review too. This show's always been cheesy. It's never lived up to its potential. It's always yes. like giving you the glimpses of what it could be, mm-hmm. and then falling short. And the finale did the exact same thing. The rest of the show's done, so in that way,
0: it lived up to what the sh- it, it it was burn notice. It was burn notice. It, and, it, and if it, it
1: had been awesome, it would not have been burn notice. Unfortunately,
0: right. And and there were some other moments too where I think it was the delivery of the again. I think it's because they they were probably doing oh we'll add this in after after whatever. But like some of the stuff where Michael and Sam jumped away from a gunfire explosion, mm-hmm. it seemed really more over oh, the yeah. top than usual. And it's yep. like you guys know you're not in one of Bruce's other movies right like you know
1: now the baddest moment i liked that was when michael rammed the car into the convenience
0: store (laughs) i did like that well that was him on a death wish but again a weird death wish
1: i wasn't sure it was a death wish no it
0: was it 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 totally was it was one of those ones where michael usually thinks everything out Mm -hmm. to avoid anyone getting hurt and this was like i don't care anymore i'm not gonna think
1: but you don't mess with sam and Jesse, and at that point, well, he was so no, emotionally raw and right. But, but that's
0: what I'm saying is that yeah. to him, it ends up being a death wish because Michael does – when his friends are in, in danger, he acts quickly, but he has a plan. His, he had no plan, which is, I'm just going to ram the – Well, he was careless. To quote who framed but, Roger Rabbit, I'm going to ram him. That's all, that's all he did.
1: Well, he didn't have time for a plan, though.
0: It was an immediate thing. I could have got one more second, like 10, ten more seconds. Michael yeah. would have had a.
1: And he took the time to get Fiona out
0: of the oh, car. Can I say something else that bothered me too? Sure. And this is why I thought, also emotionally, I was a little bummed down. If they announced on the fucking news that they were all people who saved so, uh, I think 111 people through the entire run of, and that's there's 111 episodes. I'm guessing that give or take mm-hmm. a few people that he saves per episode, fucking people would stand up for Michael. And or at least show up at the funeral. Yeah, that bothered me you too. You get a
1: glimpse of Barry.
0: You get glimpse of Barry. And, and you get uh, what happened? Did, yeah. Didn't didn't Sugar do something for them that you assume that Sugar got killed because what he did? But I even uh, thought to myself, know, I can't remember? But I even thought to myself, well, what about Sugar? Sugar started showing up at the end. What about Barry was there for like a second? But what about all these other people that through the years that Michael has helped? And I would have really like. That bothered me a little bit too, and I understand again that's a budget thing. But there's a part of me where they could just easily explain the lines like, you know, Jesse, this everyone was a secret showed funeral, right? Or something or even that. Did you see everyone? All those people we've saved through the years—they all showed up, and it's like, yeah, that was great, Jesse. You know, again, you don't have to. I know it's cheesy, but mm. we, it's budget. I don't know. That bothered me a little bit, and um, you're right, though. It is burn notice, and it's. It's Burn Notice and for Burn Notice it was a good finale but it yeah. it It, it, it could was the quality been,
1: they were accustomed to delivering. Have been,
0: yeah. Yep. And by the way, nothing wrong. What was the actor's name? They played Kendrick John Patrick John Piper Ferguson. John Piper Ferguson. Who now
1: seems to be the go-to villain on everything these days. I would like
0: to point out that it's not a slam against him but in terms mm-hmm. of the idea that Michael knew agent Passers character mm-hmm. it would have made a little bit more of a better fit that A little bit of the fact that he knew that guy. Mm -hmm. He's a younger spy like him. It made more sense that he was doing that and the other way around. That would be my little twist.
1: I did like bringing Garrett Dillahunt back right before the end, though.
0: I'm mixed about that, too, because I like what it did. Mm -hmm. I just wanted him around longer Mm -hmm. um, or to build up to that moment better than the whole. Because, again, in terms of context where you only have like, oh, shit, two episodes of the finale left pretty much. And you do that. Mm-hmm. okay, I'm okay with that. But then there's the other part of me was like, it feels like such a waste for Garrett Dillahunt because he is... Let's, let's Yeah, yeah but
1: first of all, they killed off most of their major get, reoccurring... Which again, for Burno's, so it back. makes sense. So they, bring, so they had a very limited but, choice on who they could bring back.
0: Well, they brought back Tim Matheson for flashbacks, which was really... yeah. I re, Well, I like Tim Matheson. He's won me I over too. as... And that was actually sort of creepy where he, again, if they had better budget, I think it would have been even more powerful Mm -hmm. but the whole thing with him and michael where he actually did enjoy killing people Mm -hmm. and i thought that was a little that does make sense too i i don't know i thought that was anyway yep uh so yeah burn notice and so we talked we talked about a lot today we did we covered a ton so um all right yep good yep this is the end this is the end oh my god it's a giant penis (laughs) CREAM! GO AWAY! WE'RE HAVING A GOOD TIME UNTIL YOU SHOW UP, uh, GO HAVE SOME COFFEE WITH CREAM! OR SOMETHING! BECAUSE I'LL TELL YOU SOMETHING! THIS IS A HAPPY PLACE! What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what song is that?